This is Emily. And this is Sarah. And this is Sisters Take a Side on the unforgettable alias Carlos Danger and the real stupid politician behind it. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. Happy recording day. Recording. Here we are talking about my favorite guy. I'm literally so excited to hear this. I know how much you love this. So I am here for all of the tea. The deets. Okay. So fam, we are doing, today we are talking about Anthony Weiner and get ready. Here we go. Okay. So Sarah, what, okay. Tell me what you know about Anthony Weiner and like his situation. Dick. Literally, figuratively. (laughs) I know we're going to be spending at least an hour talking about penises. And I'm here for it. I'm so excited about it. This is, there's better, what else would you be doing on a Sunday afternoon? I mean, you know. Okay, so you're like, you're coming in fresh to this. You don't know much about Anthony Weiner. I'm coming in fresh. I mean, I listened to the, I know True Crime Obsessed, Jillian and Patrick did um, an Anthony Weiner. They did the Anthony Weiner doc um, and they they talked about it. Did you watch the doc? I haven't seen the doc, but I did listen to their coverage of it. gold. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I know that there, I know that he was like, an up-and-coming politician, maybe. I know that his wife has ties to the Clintons. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there are some questionable characters in this story. Um, so that's really it. I- I'm excited. Okay. I know you love this. So, I, like, I, I am more this. excited. I don't know if I'm more excited to talk about, like, the downfall of a man who thinks that an unsolicited dick pic is like okay is okay or if or if i'm just more excited to see you like geek out (laughs) over your favorite thing like i I can't decide what i'm here the most for so well okay so here we go well and so for everyone who's like i'm i thought i was listening to a true crime podcast why is this fool talking about anthony weiner yes i understand don't worry he commits a crime (laughs) He commits a crime besides just being like a dick. I promise. Literally and figuratively. Literally Um, and figuratively. Before we get started, any trigger warnings to warn anybody about? Um, Yes. Um, Later in this episode, there will be reference to the, how do we want to, how do I say this? To sexual abuse of a minor. So if that is a sensitive topic for you, um, please take care. Um, Okay. So let's let's dive in. So, my guy, Anthony David Weiner, was born September 4th, 1964, which I think, can you hear my child screaming? Well, I was just going to say, that's entirely too close to Little Sprinkle's birthday. I'm not okay with it, so. It is entirely too close to Little Sprinkle's birthday. My apologies, listeners. My toddler is going down for a nap. Literally in another room. I don't know why we can hear it. It's probably just <laughs> great mics that got us off Amazon. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, he was born in 1964, which I think makes him, like, our parents' age, right? Mom and dad. He was born a month before mom. Okay. So, he's mom's age. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So, set the scene. So, at the age of 27, he actually became the youngest city council member in the history of New York City, which is pretty cool. Like, 27 wow. years old. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's cool. You're okay. Sarah's not impressed. Great. Well, what, what the fuck were you doing at 27? <laughs> I'm not answering. I plead the okay. fifth. I'm not answering that question. Great. Next um, question. Please. So <laughs> he um, served as a U.S. representative for New York's ninth district from 1999 to 2011. That's a long time. Which is know? a long time. Like, I don't like. I understand that, like, people can get reelected, but are term limits not a thing? Listen, the only thing I know about politics I learned from that, I'm just a bill, so I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I'm just a bill. I'm just a bill. This is the content that people are here for. That's all I know. So, I, yeah. Okay. I mean, that great. sounds like a long time to me, but. It seems like a really long time. And the only, re- like, in 2011, he, because he resigned. Like, that's so, he, in theory, could have been, like, doing his thing for longer. So, yeah, he was. 
a representative for a long time. Um, every, I was reading that he was, you know, he's really popular. He consistently carried his district with six, at least 60% of the vote, if not more, for each of the elections he had, which is pretty wow. significant. Um, so, like, a little bit about, like, his politics, right? So, I mean, for, okay, he's a representative from New York City. So, he's known for supporting a lot of, like, liberal policies, of course. So, he's pro-choice. He supported LBGTQ rights, um, supported the expansion of Medicare, like, all of these things. Admirable. Admirable. Um, little asterisks, though. I don't, I'm just including <laughs> this because I don't want anyone to think he's a hero. He's not. In, tw- in 2002, he did vote to support the invasion of Iraq. So I'm just putting that in there. A little, little pin in that. Perfect. So um, I read a New York Times piece written in 2008 um, about Wiener, and they described him as a very demanding boss, which, I mean, doesn't surprise me, I guess. Um, sp- <laughs> stating that he has been known to throw furniture at staff members. Okay. So which- some hidden rage. Got it. So, um, dear listener, Sarah, our sweet friend Sarah, works in HR. Um, what? <laughs> I want you to pretend Let's that someone that loosely. Let's use that term very, very loosely. Our friend Sarah works in HR. She's okay, Sarah. This is this is not a visual Sorry, medium. The people cannot see medium. you air quoting. <laughs> um, so, what if someone came to you and was like, "Hey, um, our boss threw a chair at me." <laughs> Can you even? <laughs> no. You know what? You know what's funny is I get crazier things. Like crazier things oh, okay. have crossed my desk. <laughs> really? Okay. Well. Yes. All right. Well, I guess you yes. can work for Wiener if you wanted. Um, so he's throwing furniture at people. And I thought this was hilarious. The New York Times says that he had one of the highest staff turnover rates in Congress. Wow. Like he couldn't keep a chief of staff for more than a couple months. Like he had like a real... And how Problem. long did this guy serve? Like, like so what from is his... 1999 to 2011, and he's just like out here just abusing people. <laughs> okay, that's just kind of, put, think about it this way: from the time I was nine years old to the time I was 21 years old, he was in office. Because this is about you, yeah. Oh, I'm just giving you a frame of reference. <laughs> yes, yes, you were. God. <laughs> Fine, you know what? I'm, that's it. I'm done. I should speaking. have. I should instead of giving the dates, I should have just said from when Sarah was nine until <laughs> she was twenty-one, and everyone would have completely understood. All right, that's enough out of you. Okay, okay, and then I'm putting. I literally put this in my script just for you. Like it's like I don't care who else is listening. This is only for you. In this same New York Times article, he was quoted as saying that he just <laughs> that speaking at a high decibel level is part of his background. It's not shouting. And I wrote, not shouting, LOL, 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 LOL. What does that mean? Can someone, someone please write in and explain to me, what does that actually fucking mean? I, he, that he's a douche and he's saying that that's just part of his. So next time someone makes you mad and you yell at them, you'd be like, oh, sorry, speaking at this level. It's not shouting. It's just my heritage, my background. I'm so. going to leave that for you because out of the two of us, I am not the one that shouts. All right. So next time, little sprinkle gets in trouble. The like, next time, little sprinkle starts complaining that he's been in a stroller for an hour. Like, uh, oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so there you go. Good. So that's kind of like gives you like a frame of reference wow. for him. Mm-hmm. And then I also like so he's this politician, right? And he's doing this like you said from when you were nine to when you were twenty one. A long time. <laughs> um, and but he his star really starts to rise in twenty ten. When he got on YouTube, on the news, like, he made a big splash for um, being on the Congress floor, Congress stage. What do we call that? Okay. Um, So when he was on the Congress stage. Floor. I think think intellectuals call it the floor. Oh, intellectuals. (laughs) Okay. He was on the Congress floor and very publicly and, like, aggressively – spoke at a high decibel, you might say, <laughs> to his Republican colleagues who did not support the passage of the 9-11 Health Compensation Act, which was going to provide benefits to 9-11 first responders, which like, this is not a political podcast, so I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why people wouldn't support that. I don't know what's going on there. But he like, someone filmed him 
being super passionate, super into it, speaking at a high decibel level, yeah. about that he couldn't believe his colleagues were not going to support this bill. And there's like, okay. you guys should, you guys should YouTube it. It's like this whole scene. He's like, they're like trying to get him to like stop talking. And they're like, you know, you gotta, whatever, concede the floor to someone else. And he's yeah. like, I will not concede. It's like a whole thing. And he's wow. like banging stuff. And yeah. So interesting. Okay. So that's, that's Anthony David Weiner. So politician. The, <laughs> as, as opposed to your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. The politician. Anthony okay. Anthony David Weiner. All right. Okay. Continue. <laughs> okay. So now, now usually when people talk about Anthony Weiner, right, they just jump right into like all of his scandals, which is fine. That's why we're here. But I want to talk a little bit about Huma. Do you know anything about Huma Abedin? So, and I'm like just spitballing because I obviously didn't research this, but I think she worked for, didn't she work for Hillary yes. Clinton? Um, I think that's how she maybe met Anthony. Look at you. Um, I know. I'm an intellectual. Um, <laughs> she, I, you know... And it's sad, and I'm I'm part of the problem. I don't know much about her outside of being his wife yeah. and the mother of his child, and I admire her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll save I'll save the rest for what, You'll save, what okay. I'm going to say. So, kind of exactly to your point, I feel like people only associate her with this dickwad. And, like, I just cannot stand for that. I cannot stand for this powerful, intelligent woman being known because her husband sucks. So I want to talk a little bit about her. Okay. So I'll preface this by saying I was researching this episode and I actually read parts of her book. So she published a book last year called – oh, boy. What's this book called? So in 2021. Um, Yeah. It's called – um, both and a life in many worlds. Um, and it was really, really good. So a lot of this information about her specifically comes from that. Mm-hmm. So Huma was born in Michigan, but she was raised in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Um, she, so she moved back to the United States and attended George Washington university. Mm-hmm. Um, her first job in politics was, like many uh, infamous women before her, as a White House intern. Um, but l- <laughs> luckily for her, um, she was assigned to First Lady Hillary Clinton's chief of staff. So okay. um, she worked directly with her. Um, and in that time, her and Hillary just developed a really close relationship. And to this day, she still works for Hillary Clinton. So oh, she's wow. worked for her okay. for 25 plus years, which is so- incredible. Was she working for Hillary when all of this was happening or no? She was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. So you were correct that she met Anthony Weiner through Hillary Clinton. So mm-hmm. in 2001, um, Weiner asked, I can't even say that with a straight face. Weiner asked her out on a date and Huma said, well, I'm just too busy. I'm like working for this lady. Sorry, mm-hmm. I can't go out with you. And then so Weiner like thought he'd be cute and went and asked Hillary if Huma could have the night off, so he she go out on a date with him. Could you imagine? That gives me the ick. That's oh, gross. Isn't that gross? Yeah. Yeah. So they got married in July of 2010. So they dated for nine years before they got married, which is crazy. Mm. And then they welcomed a son together in 2011. Okay. So, um, and just I guess a little note on my process. I am not going to share the name of their son. You can find it in, like, some material. She names him in her book. But just based on, like, things that happen, like, later in their story, I am not. I'm just going to refer to him as their son. Yeah. Since he is still a minor. And I like it. probably all really sucks for him. So. Yeah. All right. So they're married, live in life. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Now it's 2011, right? Mm-hmm. So prefacing this story as Huma is pregnant with their child. Um, I call this, I have this in my notes as the sexting number one. 
Um, so, so gross. Here we go. Um, in May, uh, my May twenty seventh, two thousand eleven, Wiener accident. <laughs> He's so stupid. Oh, Wiener, I can't wait for this. I can't Wiener wait for this. Accidentally posted to his own Twitter account a message that he meant to send to a woman of him in his underwear, like posing suggestively. Ew, I just okay. He posted, guys, he posted it to his own Twitter account. Can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine? Imagine you're sending that risky text, right? And you're like, here I go, shooting my shot. No pun intended. It's just like. Post it to the internet. Like, pay attention. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't even know how you managed to do that. I mean, I, so I don't have Twitter, so I don't know, but. Like, I could just see, like, I, like, so the only frame of reference I have, and this is going to date me, like, so badly, but, like. Well, we already established that you were 21 years old in 2011, (laughs) so. This is going to date me so, so, like, my only frame of reference is, like, if you were on Instagram, so you're, you want to take, like, a sexy photo of yourself. Uh Uh-huh. But you don't like your camera's you can't filter it or make it look how you want it to look on Um, your camera app. So you go into Instagram or you go into Snapchat and you take the picture Mm -hmm. so that you can either filter it or do whatever. And those apps, you can save it to your phone. Right. So like I can snap a picture. Okay. So you, it's like, you definitely have, you haven't done this before because you're, you seem really confused about how someone can do this. I'm definitely not speaking from experience, Okay, but -hmm. you can take the picture, (laughs) you can filter it however you want. You can save it to your Add a little top hat. Add a little top hat. (laughs) Add a little, you know, maybe like smooth out some of those. Oh, you got (laughs) Right. I don't but know what you're, you're not- talking about. I'm perfectly smooth. I've never once had to do it. Yeah, I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> mom, I so, hope you're not listening to this. Um, yeah, mom, and please stop listening at this point if you haven't already. Liz, turn it off. So if you're not paying attention, those apps obviously have story features or you accidentally send it to somebody or... Right. So like, while I think he's an idiot... If and now the big caveat is like I don't even know if Twitter has that capability. I have no idea. Well, and like have, in 2011, yeah, and like in 2011, yeah, like I don't, I have no idea. But that's why I'm saying, okay, I guess maybe it's possible to accidentally do it. I don't think anyone is like, you know what I'm going to do? Let me take a picture of my average sized penis in a pair of boxers. And post like, it to the internet. And, like, like, not even cute, like, just, like, scrubby underwear. Were they, like, I they don't want to know. Never mind. I don't want to know. Never mind. It was kind of like a tidy whitey situation. Ew! <laughs> like, it was very, like, I am in, Did like, a middle-aged it? white. No. I will, I've only, like, I watched the Wiener documentary. Of course I did. But, so, like, I've only, like, you know, I saw it in, like, relation to that. But, I no, I have not Googled Anthony's wiener because <laughs> that's the last thing I need showing up on my search history. <laughs> you know? Understandable. So. All right. So, he accidentally okay. posted to Twitter. So, yeah, he posted to Twitter. He takes it down. The Twitter but of course. Yeah. But, like, of course, people have already seen it. So he denies that it was him for several days. He's like, I don't know whose penis that is. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Which I feel like is weird. I feel like it's weirder to be like, I have no idea whose penis that is. I don't know know how this penis wound up on my Twitter page. Right. Like, it's weird. So, but then he finally fesses up to exchanging sexual messages with up to six women. And... During that time, he's all like, I'm not resigning. I'm not resigning. And so then, and this is this is purely, I just put this in here because it's fun. Every newspaper in the world had the best time, like, making jokes oh, about sure. this. So here's some choice headlines for you. Wiener, I'm going to stick it out. <laughs> okay. Obama, 
tells Wiener not to stick it out, which honestly is not actually that great. That's terrible, but okay. <laughs> right? Okay. So. Wait, can I ask a question here? And uh, I don't mean course. to keep interrupting you. But like, how did we go from, I don't know, I accidentally posted a picture of my penis on fucking Twitter <laughs> to, I've been having six sexting relations <laughs> With this woman. I don't know. Like, that seems like a big leap for me. Like, how did we get there? Well, I think, I think what happened is that, like, people, basically people started to come forward and be like, yeah, this guy has sent me dick pics. Like, people started kind of coming out of the woodwork, right? And I think it just, like, and again, I'm sorry, but like, no one is like, oh, wow, someone hacked into Anthony Weiner's Twitter and posted a ugly photo of him so huma after all of this stays with anthony again she's pregnant with their son she decides to like stand by his side no problem right Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so he ends up resigning in june of 2011 Right. So he's getting pressure from other Democrats, from Obama himself. Obama's like, dude, you're making us look bad. Like, you got to go, my friend. So, really? Yeah. So, like, even like within his own ranks, people are like, girl, bye. So he resigns. But because can't keep a good man down, in 2013, he decides, well, I might be a disgraced politician, but you know what sounds real good is running for mayor. Okay. So. It is, it is July of 2013. So we, so the election is in the fall of that year. So leading right up to this little election, um, or I sh- I'm sorry, I shouldn't say election. He was, this was the primary for the 2014 election. Let me drop in some civics knowledge on y'all. So he's, he's running to be the democratic nominee for mayor. So it's like the election before the election. That's very good, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> I'm just a bill. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the worst okay. co-host ever. So this is what we I like to call sexting incident number two. Um, so here we go, guys. Introducing Carlos Danger, the worst internet chat room name for sexting besides Anthony Weiner. Because you couldn't use that name. That would just be ridiculous, right? That would be silly. That would be really silly. So Carlos Danger out here living his life. Um, In July of 2013, he gets caught using this alias of sending more explicit photos and conducting kind of a long-term internet affair with a woman named Sydney Leathers. Hashtag not her real name. Maybe her real name. Sydney Leathers. Would you choose that to be your online persona? No. Okay. Just thought I just thought I'd check because no. if you it's taken already. So sorry, you can't be Sydney Leathers. Um, is it? Can I ask a quick question? Is it bad that I'm mostly just annoyed at the lack of creativity by these people? That this guy is like the least. Yeah. Like he's yes. No. All right, well, Sydney Leathers, let's not give her any. Come I on. think Leathers is kind of a clever, clever leather. That's that's real hard to say. Leathers clever. Six thirty in the morning. Um, <laughs> that I think that's kind of clever. Cl- okay. <laughs> okay, you're done. Stop. <laughs> okay, moving on. So they, she accuses him basically of conducting this along online affair with. I don't. I can't talk this morning. Here, well, how would I help you? I have a question. Okay. So, just so I have our timeline straight, so 2011, the first one happened. Yes. And he resigns from his position as representative. He resigns. So, from 2011 to 2013, he's just he's chilling. Yeah, he's like setting the stage to run for mayor with the election itself being in 2014, but he's competing like in the primary in 2013. Okay, but we don't, so there's nothing from the first incident to the second incident to indicate that anything was going on from 2011 to 2013. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, Okay, so 
Again, I cannot emphasize this enough. This is in the middle of his campaign to become mayor. <laughs> he is out here being Carlos Danger with Sydney Leathers. So, okay. again, Huma comes out in his defense and makes a press conference. Um, she doesn't make a press conference. Doesn't make any sense. She makes a press <laughs> statement. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Got it. Um, so, and she, you know, hashtag stands by her man. So, in this press conference, Wiener says... Quote, I said that other texts and photos were likely to come out, and today they have. I want to again say I'm very sorry to anyone who was on the receiving end of these messages and the disruption this has caused. End quote. So. I hate everything Right, so he's kind of, I just feel like he's like hedging his bet. Like, so this entire time we were like, well, what was he doing from 2011 to 2013? He was sexting people that were not his wife is what he was doing. Right. No, well, he, well, and then, and then on top of it, he's like gaslighting everyone. And then he's like, well, I told you this right. was going to happen. Right. Like he's like absolving himself of any responsibility. And it's like, well, no. Right. And like, meanwhile, <laughs> you can't do that. Like, his poor wife is literally like standing right there. Not to mention like all of these campaign staffers, right. That have like dedicated their lives the last couple of years to like helping him win this campaign and all like imagine that you're the freaking communications PR person for goddamn Anthony Weiner trying to become fucking yeah, mayor I up mean, in here. Yeah, I mean I don't know if like I should save this for the when we like chat about it, but like, and this is gonna sound cold and callous, and I don't know. We can cut it if we don't like it, but like the spots on the tiger's back don't change, right? Right, and like. Yes, I get it. Like, you know, it, it doesn't excuse his behavior, but I also think it would be stupid to have not seen this coming. So, like, in yeah. some respects, when he says, well, I told you this was going to happen. Okay, maybe you did. But, like, also, all these people still came back and they were like, wiener for mayor. <laughs> like, they believed in him. Which is great. Yeah. But if you're going to believe in that, then you also got to believe, like... I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's tombstone, like, multiple things can be true at one time. I think you can believe in him as a political person, but then you also have to take responsibility for believing Yeah, this kind of thing would happen again. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And Just maybe I've been like, dude, maybe being mayor's not in the car. Like... <laughs> Like, why don't you go be a car salesman? You know, like, why do you got to be, like, a mayor? I don't know. Yeah. It's just, Because just I think men like this have huge egos. <laughs> <laughs> we can ask Sydney Leathers about that. I have words for Sydney Leathers. Okay, well, here, I, okay, I, again, I just included this just for you. I don't care who's listening to this. Sarah, this is for you. Sydney Leathers claims that Anthony Weiner described himself as an argumentative, perpetually horny, middle-aged man, which, Sarah, if that's not your goddamn type, I don't know what is. <laughs> I have a confession to make. Anthony Weiner and I were sexy. I have bro. a confession to make. I am Sydney Leathers. <laughs> <laughs> I have a confession to make. My first name is Sydney and my last name is Leathers. <laughs> So I think God. you and our friend Sydney would have a lot in common because don't you dare you take that okay, back right now. So he decided not to drop out of the mayor race in 2013, um, <laughs> even though many advisors and allies suggested that he should. Like literally, everyone was like, "Can you stop? You're embarrassing us. Can you just leave?" <laughs> Sarah just spit drink out of her mouth. <laughs> oh friends that's why we don't drink in podcast. oh my god oh my god um so he ended up this is so embarrassing he ended up coming in fifth in the primary securing only 4.9 percent of the vote and like this is a guy with a legit like political record like legislative record i mean he was a real politician he got 4.9 percent of the vote so. Again, like we didn't see this coming. This is like when I ran for president of the fifth grade. Do you remember? And I lost. And I'm not going to uh, say the name of the person I lost to. But remember how sad that was? I think I got 4.9% yes. of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were just as sad. But there's also, and I want you to know this because I was going through at our dear, lovely oh, here we house go. last weekend. Liz and Mike. 
Liz and Mike dutifully kept every single report card from elementary school for all three of us. And I forget what grade you were like the the, the student president. Treasurer. Excuse me. I was the treasurer in the fourth grade. I ran for president. Big dreams in the fifth grade and lost securing only 4.9% of the vote. Okay, well, whatever you were elected for, all of your teacher, whoever your teacher was that year, wrote on your report card how lucky the student body was to have you as an elected official. Hell yeah, they were, because I'm not out here sexting silly letters or those to be on the job. It's on every single report card. Guys, I was meant for public service. So good. Here I am doing a podcast instead. Oh my god, it's so good. Thank you, teachers of suburbia. We appreciate you. Um, Okay, we're... Okay. So you would think that would be the end of it, right? And like, I like to point out here, this is what the Wiener documentary covered, right? It ended with him losing this mayor election. Mm -hmm. But our guy's not done. Sexting incident number three. So in August... Holy Dude, shit. we're not even clo- We, please. Okay. So in August of 2016, news breaks again that Wiener, who is still fucking married, thank you very much, sexted another woman, including, and I, you're going to know how I feel about this, including a photo of him in bed with his young son laying next to him. Okay, that's gross. This guy's gross. I, I mean, we knew that, but like, this guy's gross. Disgusting. Like- so okay so now i'm gonna read a couple of excerpts from huma's book i realize i might be the only one who cares <laughs> but oh i just I, again like i'm a mom and like i don't think i really don't believe that you have to be a mom to like care about kids i hate that trope but like as a mom like reading this i just felt connected to her and anyway so this is directly from huma's book so quote Her son uh, fell asleep beside me and I continued to sit with him. My dress crumpled around me, the lamp still on, his picture book open in my lap, my iPhone in my hand as I began responding to the messages that had come in over the last 30 minutes. Can you talk? Anthony had quietly walked in the room. From the tone, I knew it was bad. The New York Post called really bad. Okay. So... She basically, he admits to her that this photo has come out and that the New York Post is running with it. And again, like, I have to stress the timing. This is August of 2016, people. Okay, what was happening in 2016? Right? Hillary Clinton is running against Donald Trump for the presidency. And Huma is senior top mm. advisor to Hillary Clinton. Okay. So, and again, a quote from her book, Huma describes um, seeing a picture of their son. So, quote, sleeping peacefully next to an indecent Anthony, an image shared with a stranger or a friend in Anthony's view, and now for the entire world to see. This cross into another level of degradation, a violation of the innocence of our child. There were no more what were you thinking questions left in me. It was over, end quote. Like, can you even? Yeah, you think? I know. Like, I just, I feel, like, sick reading that. And so, like, to clarify, there's no allegations of, like, the photo wasn't of him, like, abusing their son. It was just a photo of him and their son happened to be in the background of it. It's disgusting. Right. So, the next day, Huma announced that she was divorcing Wiener. Yeah, obviously. Thank, I mean, finally, are we there? Like, finally? Yeah. Yeah. Bye. And so, and like, this is just, again, this is not a political podcast, but like, I think it's really interesting, the timing of this. So, Huma is traveling the country with Hillary Clinton. I mean, they are less than 90 days away from this super close election, right? And Mm -hmm. this news comes out and like, Huma has to call her boss, and be like, I'm so, like, this news is going to break. Right? Can you imagine? So, again, an excerpt from her book, quote, 
Then I steeled myself, took a few deep breaths and dialed Hillary. She did not need this. Our campaign did not need this. She counted on me, had faith in me, and I was bringing more scandal and more shame to what should have been a laser-focused effort to close out the campaign, end quote. Like... She can't put that on her. I mean, that's not on... But how do you not? And I think, of course, it's really... We can't talk about this without being like, of course... Hillary Clinton, probably better than most, understand exactly what that might feel like. I'm so glad you said that because I have so many thoughts in that direction right? that like Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, and then this is and I hadn't heard this until I read her book and this again just like devastates me. So this became so public, obviously this news broke became super public that Huma and Anthony were investigated by the Administration of Children's Services in New York for potential sexual abuse of their child. That's heartbreaking for her. Yeah. So this, I promise this is the last quote from her book. I loved this book in case you can't tell. So, Did you get a signed copy? Like, I don't know. I didn't even know she wrote a book. Huma, girl, are you... Huma, if you're listening. Huma, if you're listening. <laughs> girl, send me a signed copy. Which, God, I hope you stopped listening a while ago. But if Girl, you're still listening. This. You have better things to do. Still, like, da- okay, did you know that she's dating Bradley Cooper? <laughs> I know. No, I, I, I actually had that written at the end. I should have <laughs> saved that. But Huma Abedin right now is, this is what, 2022, is dating Bradley Cooper. I have such whiplash. I can't like, Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so. No, it's okay. I think it's great. I love it. Like, bring it. So, in reference to, like, being investigated by, basically, child mm-hmm. services, Huma says, quote, the investigator went on to ask me if it was possible that my assessment of Anthony's parenting lacked the accuracy it would have had if I was present in the home on a regular basis. And what I heard between the lines made me want to ask, you mean if I worked less? I had been the primary breadwinner for most of my marriage, so not working was not an option, end quote. I know. That's disgusting. That's sick. That's disgusting to me. Yeah. So all of that concludes the, obviously the investigation found no evidence of abuse of any kind and, and I hadn't didn't write this down but I thought this was so heartbreaking like I guess at one point they were asking their son like well does your mommy and daddy like what happens if you get in trouble what's it what's a punishment and he says I don't get dessert like he was just like I know it's just it's so heartbreaking this whole thing is awful so these two get divorced good riddance okay so now here we go. Sexting incident number four, I, I have written down here, and now it gets illegal. <laughs> so in so a month after this happens, in September of 2016, right? So again, we are months away from this election that poor Huma is working on. Um, claims were made that Wiener sent inappropriate pictures to a 15-year-old girl from North Carolina. And I have to ask, where the fuck does this washed-up 14-year-old go to meet 15-year-olds? What is happening? What is, like, what is happening? Yeah, I have a lot of questions there. So, as part of this investigation, because this is a fucking crime, you douche lord, um, the police seize Wiener's laptop, and in that process, they find something potentially even worse. Okay. So, now we get into Pizzagate. So, I, so, this is crazy, right? So, tell me, do you, tell me what you know, if anything, about Pizzagate. Oh, it's all political and all not good. And I, and I'm Sarah actively avoids like political stuff. It's not her jam. I know. I know. No, it's not that it's not my jam. It's that I, I can't speak on it in an educated manner. And so I would just rather not like, I know about it in the, in, in a tinfoil conspiracy. Yeah. Let me sit in my back cave and like pontificate type of way. And that just, I just don't feel like that is going to help anybody with anything. So, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I know about so it. Sa- I know what it is. But <laughs> Sarah is not going that. to go on the record and record herself <laughs> saying anything about Pizza Gate. Okay, fine. I will. Um, so, okay. And I'm going to keep this really brief because I know no one cares as much as I do. 
<laughs> I think all this stuff is really interesting, but I'm going to keep it super brief. So basically, so when Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, right, she drew up some controversy because she used a private email server for official like public communications in her job rather than mm-hmm. using her state department email. So like, I don't know, she has like a Yahoo account. She's like, you know, H Clinton at yahoo.com. I have no idea what she was doing on this email account. Right. So, but the FBI investigated, right. Cause that's against the law. Um, but it was determined that Clinton's server did not contain any information or emails that were marked as classified. Um, so basically it came down that the FBI was like, this was really dumb. This was really poor judgment, but no crime was committed here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this became a big deal in the 2016 election, obviously. Um, Hillary Clinton's opponents were able to say, like, look, she was maybe doing shady stuff with her email servers, like yada, 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 even though, Mm -hmm. like, the FBI had cleared her, right? So in spring of 2016, FBI announced, like, there's nothing to see here, folks. Um, No criminal activity had taken place, so no problems. Um, Mm -hmm. But in October, 11 days before the 2016 election, the, the FBI opened up an investigation again based on newly discovered emails. Guess where those newly discovered emails were found? Fucking Anthony Weiner's computer when it was seized as part of this sexting a 15-year-old thing. I mean, like, <clears throat> I am surprised, but I'm not surprised. This guy is, this guy is awful. I mean, okay. Imagine you are Huma. And so not only did you have to call your boss and be like, I'm real sorry. Um, My husband has been now sexting a 15-year-old. So sorry. This is probably going to look real bad for you as we're preparing for this campaign. Oh, by the way, I'm being investigated by child services. I'm a little distracted. Like, all these things. And now, because his email is or his computer is seized by the goddamn FBI, shit is found on there that could like implicate Hillary Clinton criminally. So are we saying Anthony Weiner lost Hillary Clinton, the presidential election of 2016? Okay. So that's kind of the big thing is that a lot of people say that this is a, I mean, that this was a significant reason why Donald Trump was elected president because, so this is happening 11 days before the election within days, the FBI comes out and clears Clinton of any wrongdoing again. They say, like, false alarm. The emails we found on Anthony fucking Wiener's computer. Again, poor judgment, but not illegal. But, like, you can't unring that bell. No, right? you can't. That's a real bad false alarm. That's, that's real bad. <laughs> yeah. So. That's real bad. That's real bad, girl. <laughs> so Hillary Clinton, of course, loses, loses the 2016 election, right? Yeah. So this kind of gets wrapped into, like, what, it's called Pizzagate, and Pizzagate is in our backyard. So Sarah and I are from the Washington, D.C. area. We live in the Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. area. So, again, I'm not going to bore everyone's – people have already turned this off. The only people still <laughs> listening right now are Liz and Mike. Who was still listening? Liz and Mike are still <laughs> listening. So <laughs> Pizzagate basically is that all of this, like, email stuff spurred on this, like, massive, like, conspiracy online community mm-hmm. of people that mm-hmm. were convinced Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton were part of slash running this, like, underground child sex trafficking ring. And it was based at Comet Ping Pong in D.C., which is, like, this pizza place in D.C. Yeah. I've been there. It's actually real yeah. good. It's real fun there. Um so anyways, this guy, and I don't even, I didn't even write down his name. Like, I just, this guy went to Comet Pizza one day mm-hmm. with guns because he thought mm-hmm. that Hillary Clinton had like a secret basement where children were being kept in Comet Pizza. Mm-hmm. And so the guy walked in, mm-hmm. like, thank God no one was hurt, but he was like searching for the secret room and God, the poor, could you imagine being a server? Sarah and I were both servers in a past life. Could you imagine being a server at this place? <laughs> and you're like, dude, I'm so, like, there's not, <laughs> there's not a back, like, we keep our sit down, have a glass of water and relax. Like, can we all sit down and have a glass of water and relax? Right. So like, that's kind of Pizzagate. And again, that was just really, no one fact checked me on the Pizzagate part. I didn't write any of that down, but like, that's what happened. And it kind of was spurred out of this whole email thing. Right. So. Right. All of that to say, 
Um, now we get to like the jailbird part of this. So in 2017, as a result of all of this, Anthony pleaded guilty to transferring obscene material to a minor and was sentenced to 21 months in prison. Like, bye, girl. I was surprised to learn that. Um, well, yeah, it's a crime. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm trying to like picture his dumbass in jail. Well, you know that he didn't go to, like, like, club fed. <laughs> yeah, he didn't go to, like, the penitentiary. I'm sorry, the what? He's not on cell block eight, okay? He's not doing the cell block tango, Aww. okay? He's, <laughs> that's a Chicago reference for anyone who doesn't know that I'm obsessed with Chicago. I love Chicago. Um, yeah, he's not, he's not, no, he's, he's in, like, cushy rich people jail. I mean, probably, yeah. Well, he was released in 2019. Um, So to kind of close us out, um, I I had on here Huma Abedin is now dating Bradley Cooper because, yes, girl. (laughs) Um, And what our friend Anthony Weiner is doing, I can't even say this with a straight face. So most recently, Anthony started a podcast in 2022 called Keys to the City. And the first episode I shit you not, is about how to reduce crime in New York City. Wow. And that is Sisters Take a Side on Anthony Weiner. What do you think about that? I have a lot of thoughts. And I have a lot of thoughts. So I was jotting down some notes, if you noticed, while you were talking. I thought you were Um, paying your bills. Legitimately, I was like, okay, well... No, I've been well, talking about Pizza Gate too long, obviously. Sarah's over here. We don't. We don't need. We don't, we don't need to uncover that rock this early in the morning. Um, before before I say these things, I should preface this with: um, I am unmarried with no children in my early thirties. So the perspective that I'm so coming at this nice, from. So nice gentlemen out there that are. Um, <laughs> if you're listening the to this, I actually have real questions for you, to be honest. Yeah, we. But if you. That might be a, that might be a red flag in and of itself. <laughs> but if you are, call Sarah. Okay, bye. Okay. That's where my perspective is coming from. Yes. So I, I, and I want that to be very clear that this is where I'm coming from. Um. And it's going to sound victim blamey and it, it isn't. Yeah. We believe people, we believe victims on this podcast. Yes. We've, we've already decided that. Um, so I am not blaming the victim. But my, my thing is like, okay, there was the first incident in 2011. Yes. There was a second incident in 2013. Yes. There was another incident in August of 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. Am I missing one? And then another a fourth one in, one in September of 2016. Okay. This man has done this four times. Yeah. All of them public, all of them making headline news. Okay. My thing is after the first time, so Sydney Leathers, I guess I'm talking to you. You knew he was <laughs> married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You knew that he was a political figure. So while what he did is disgusting. Yeah. When that started, where were you in saying, you know what? This is crossing some lines that I'm not very comfortable with. Yeah. Or you're married and this seems a little inappropriate. Or I'm not really comfortable with the direction this conversation is taking. Like, well, and I think I'm going to jump in and clarify on your behalf. You are not talking about the 15 year old here because that's that, that I am yeah, not talking that's about a little, I mean, that's no, a crime. No. That's it. We're talking, that's yeah. a crime. You're talking, you're talking about a girl, Sydney Leathers. <laughs> I'm talking. Yes. I am talking the about adults involved in this situation. Yeah. The adults in this situation who, for whatever reason said, eh, let's see how far we can take this. That's Anthony. Yeah. That's Sydney. You know, I think Huma was in a really tough spot. I think Huma was dealt a really shitty hand. 
I can't say I would have made the same decisions that Huma did. Yeah. That's being in, in my position. Yeah. I, I can't say I would make the same decision she did. I think, and again, not a mother, but at some point I would have to say, I have to think about my child. Yeah. I'm already the primary breadwinner. So anything that's going to impact my job is going to directly impact my child. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you take if you take your personal emotion out of it, right? That like, okay, my marriage is shit, clearly. Yeah. Whatever you have going on with Anthony, I think I think at some point you have to say, okay, this is gonna impact my child. If I'm working on this, if I'm an advisor in this gigantic campaign campaign, I know Anthony's track record. Anthony has done this now in 2016, he's done this twice. It cost him a mayoral election. Yeah. If this, if what he's doing is going to come back and impact me in my position, that impa- impacts my bank account. Yeah. And that impacts how I can take care of my kid. Sorry. See ya. Yeah. Again, th- that is from a totally privileged, that is a, a very privileged perspective. And I'm, well, I mean, that, I this, that it, that's your opinion. I mean, that, you know, that's, that's what, that's what we're here for, girl. Um, Yeah. Now, do I think being Hillary Clinton's advisor played a part in that? Yeah, it's I interesting do. to think about that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That was my first, like, that. that's something I've always thought about is like, well, Hillary stood by her man. Right. So does that make me less of a woman if I don't? Is that maybe what Homo was thinking? I don't know. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. And I, I don't know if she put that in her book. Like, did she talk about any of that in her book? No, it was really interesting. And, like, I read a review of her book. And I don't have the source off the top of my head to reference them. But and, – and I, and I thought the same thing, that, like, any mention of Hillary Clinton was almost like a campaign ad for her. Like, it was always very, like, Hillary Clinton was the most passionate, hardest work – right? Which, like, I'm sure was all true. And, like, that's fine. But, like, she did not say one – like unsavory word about Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton or anything like that. I mean, Bill Clinton officiated her and Anthony Weiner's wedding. Mm, like, wow. right. I mean, there was yeah. a relationship there. I mean, they're, you know, but I would have loved to have heard from her. Like, did that impact? Like, like my big questions for her are like, what, what, influenced you to stay by his side like that's always my question right it's like like why stay well and easier said than done well and I think and and I didn't include this but like some context so Huma was raised really traditionally she was very religious um she didn't really date like Anthony Weiner was her first boyfriend she they didn't have sex until they were married. Like she was very conservative, very traditional. Right. And they dated for almost 10 years before they got married. So I couldn't see a world in which she is like, look, this is my, this is my guy. Like, this is like the one and only person I've ever, you know what I mean? And that she committed herself to him and you know, and yeah. and I also think there's probably a part of it that like, especially in this 2016 and even 2013 to some extent, I mean, 2016, she is literally traveling the country. She is by Hillary Clinton's side 24 hours a day, right? And mm-hmm. Anthony is home watching their son. So I could see a world in her mind where she's like, I'm not dealing with this shit. Like I have mountains to move. I have an election to win. I do not have time for you. And your dick pic, right? Like, I could see a world in which she was like, I don't have the capacity to deal with you right now. (laughs) Which I totally, like, absolutely. Like, I certainly wouldn't have the capacity for that, right? Like, and I don't, I don't, I'm I'm not faulting her for that. But my, my question would be, well, but like, Look at the damage that he did. Right. Like even in 2013, before all of this. Well, the, yeah. Because right, that's this right. that's when like, Sydney Leathers came out and was like doing interviews and she's like, yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like when you watch your husband implode his own career yeah. by, by his actions. Now, <clears throat> all of this goes to say, like Anthony did this to himself. I, right. Because know, he I, was the one who was married and he was the one who's the politician. Like, it's, yes. I mean. He did this to himself. Yeah. I, and, I, and I think we, anyone listening to this, yeah, he did this to himself. 
my questions are for like the, the people involved too. Yeah. Like, so you watch him implode his own career. You see the damage in the political sphere alone that he can do because he can't keep his fucking penis in his own pants. Like technically it was in his pants, but it's just just gross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You watch him implode his own career. Now you are in politics or you, you've always been in politics. I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, Oh, was she always in politics? Okay. Who? Huma? (laughs) Wow. Cool. Hi. Welcome. So Sorry. Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I was on a roll. I was, I was yeah, so roll. Uma has been working in politics since she graduated college. Okay, so you're in the you were in the political sphere as well. Yeah. You've see, you saw the deal. Like in my head, I would back as far away from that ticking time That's bomb a good point. as humanly possible. Yeah. You saw what it did to his career. Now you're running arguably one of the the most one of the biggest presidential yeah controversial close i mean there's a lot yeah i mean that yeah so like button i would i I don't know like button it up i don't know i it sounds bad i'm gonna leave it at that the one other thing i wanted to say is and i don't know if this is just because like just think about this for a second let's hear it the only reason that last incident was deemed illegal is because the receiver was underage. Yes. Meaning you can send as many sexts, dick pics that you want yes. to whoever you want. Yes. Solicited, unsolicited, as long as they're not underage. I don't know that anyone's arguing that these were unsolicited to these other women. Like, I think Sydney Leathers was a willing recipient of these dig bags. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, can we... Can Sarah, we not... your trauma of having done online dating for the last, like, five years is really starting to show. It's showing. <laughs> I, I understand that. I, I, and that's fine. I'll own that. But, like... See, I'm, like, looking at you, like, I don't understand. Like, I've been, so I've been married for six years. I haven't received a dick pic. Like, I, I've been married since, like, before cell phones were even, like. You've been married before. So. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't know. This is not my area of expertise, but please continue. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, can we stop with the, I mean, can we stop? That's our PSA for the day. Everyone knock it off. I mean, I do think... I mean, I guess... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I do think there should be a rule that you can't have your child in the background of your I mean... Oh, yes! Uh, Weren't you... you wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Weren't you on the receiving end of a photo or two in which, like, other women's things were in the background? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Yes! <laughs> yeah. That's almost as bad as, like, your kid being in the background. It's, like, the audacity of some of these people. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, like, I get it. You're in a really... I'm not I'm not against the picture sending. Yeah, we've been over, we've been I'm over that. Saying, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like... I don't, I don't know what and, point I'm trying to make here, but I just, like... That kind of stood out to me. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not the sending of them that was illegal. Yeah. It's like, don't send them to children. It's like, don't send them. What a, what a hot take. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. And that, my friends, oh. is sisters take a side on dick pics. <laughs> hot goss on dick pics. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell us, what are we doing next week? All right, so next week we are doing one of my favorite cases, which it's an awful, awful case, but I think it's super interesting. We're going to do Michelle Carter and the concept of can you, are you capable of murdering someone via text message? I love it. 
That I'm is so excited. Fantastic. I cannot wait. So tune in next week to hear that. And in the meantime, while you're here, guys, if you loved the show, even if you like sort of liked it, if you want to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you're listening to this, we would love that so much. Um, And if you hated it, please don't leave a review. Please don't leave a review. Just keep moving. Just Just move yourself right along. No need to comment on... How long I spent talking about Pizzagate on a true crime podcast. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Thanks, y'all, so much for joining us. Um, And I'm Emily. And I'm Sarah. And that's Sisters Take a Side.